We were live when everything happened yesterday, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of reacting live. Now we've had the ability to, you know, kind of listen to a lot, learn a lot, ask some questions, ascertain some information. Um, ben Johnson is certainly allowed to say thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want the interview. He said the same thing to Seattle for everybody thinking this is a specific to Washington thing. Said the same thing to the Seahawks. Now he's done that to the Panthers. Um, maybe he really likes the team they've built in Detroit. Maybe he really likes Dan Quinn. Um, the story they've said is they want to win a Super Bowl in Detroit. And should that happen, he'll be able to write his ticket anywhere he wants. Yeah, if that happens. If it doesn't happen, then guess what? He'll be rolling on to somewhere where maybe he thinks that the money that was there this year, that he thought would be there, would be there next year. It's a big old if. Yeah, because it's a lot. If you think about hot offensive coordinators in the past that everybody assumes they're going to get jobs, how's that looking for Kellen Moore? <laughs> Frankly, here in D.C., how's that looking for Eric Bieniemy? There, there was a time where, of course, he was going to get a head coaching job, right? Yeah, I mean, the, all the success the Chiefs had, um, there, there's nothing guaranteed in pro football. There's no guarantee that next season goes the way you expect it. If you look at Detroit, they're going to have to pay golf this offseason. They're going to have to pay Amon Ross St. Brown. Like yep. Dan Campbell said it's really hard in the in his postgame comments or wrapping up the season, he said it's really hard because we know it's going to be twice as hard next year to get back to that level. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's how this goes down. Um I you can call me a skeptic, you can call me a cynic. I checked in with a bunch of people last night. I heard from two different people that they believe. Ben Johnson really just wanted to stay in Detroit and that this wasn't about something else. Um, I you talked know, to a bunch of other people that said different. You know what? Let, let, let's be real. I think once things go down, then people begin to go on their PR, get their PR machines rolling. And if you just take this to mindset in life, when one side says one thing and the other side tell you a totally different thing, just go right down the middle of the damn road. Because there's some truth in both of them. You know what I'm saying? Because one side is trying to push one issue, the other side is trying to push, and it's never completely on the other side. I agree. If you were not trying to go somewhere, you don't even take all those interviews. You just stay there automatically. Hard to think. Like, Slowick? So, there was a couple weeks back. One year, right? One year as a uh, yeah. coordinator. And I, I say this. He could have be hot, but I think sometimes some people think about it. Yeah, I've done this for one year, and I wasn't leading the team. Let me get a little bit more experience under my belt before I go out there because it's more when you become the head coach, it's a lot more than just handling one side of the football. Normally, that is why in this day and age, most head coaches have an offensive and a defensive coordinator. You know why? Because they can't put their focus on even their side of the ball because they have to also – Play the politician. They got to shake hands and kiss babies. They got to walk around and be in different areas where they can't be coaching. That happens in this day and age. Some people are psychopaths. They can do it all. (laughs) You know, I'll be honest with you, Sean, and and, uh, I'll also say uh, Shanahan, Kyle, those two dudes have a a plethora of, of, uh, uh, what's called, memory. (laughs) <laughs> that they could do all this stuff while still focusing on those positions. Everybody else can't do that. Completely. I, I think 
I, you know, it, it's bizarre that Ben Johnson would take all these interviews and then decide he doesn't want it. You've you've got to wonder. There, maybe there's, there's a, some truth in that money thing. I listen. I, I know people go sit up and, and they want to they want to get as far away from that. Yes, I go out there. I want to interview. But I have been told over and over, it happens in free agency all the time. Man, you should get 10. You should get 10. You should get 10. Then everybody offering you seven. And if the other team was giving you like six, nine, then you're like, well, why would I move for that? But if they had offered you that damn 10, you'll be flying. And I'm just throwing out some numbers right now. That's not no numbers or nothing about right. here. Here's the thing. We've heard the 15 number, right? Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh, per, per, per Florio, got 16. If Jim Harbaugh got 16 with his track record of taking a NFL team to a Super Bowl, just winning a national championship in Michigan, whatever Ben Johnson thinks of himself, he's not worth, what what would that be, 7% less than Harbaugh. I, I also wonder if this isn't about control, if this isn't about say in the personnel department. And can we work in conjunction or can we? It could be, but see. If I am Josh Harris and crew, you need to have a little bit more experience than two years as an offensive coordinator to get that. You know what I'm saying? And and I had a guy hit me trying to act as if, I'm a, well, if you're happy with your owner not paying for the top guy, who really say he was the top guy? I think we got – I've heard people lose their minds over that have to have an offensive coach crap, and I don't buy that at all. I don't buy it. So he might have been a top offensive guy, many people would believe, but he's done it two years too. And once you come out there and you throw your number out, I've always said he who offers the first number loses. Okay? And if he went in one place and you gave that number, you know the we can sit up here and all these owners, the fans get mad at each other. These owners might not like each other when it comes to the game that day but they all care about how they're going to hold on to their damn money. That's one thing they have in common. And if, if that if that number goes around there, the next one is thinking, there's no damn way. So here's what's going on. Ben Johnson's out. So people are like, what about Slowick? I made the case for Slowick a few weeks back. Johnson's offense really impressive, but I think you could argue what, Slowick did in Houston might have been more impressive. What, they, what they had did Stroud, with a coach, but yeah. they didn't. They weren't surrounded by talent like Detroit oh, was. Yeah. With a rookie coach, <laughs> his his production this year, a rookie player, I mean, and a rookie head coach, and then him getting this job for the first time, he was far more impressive. If you really look at it, but I think the most impressive of all of them is right up the road. He knocked down the top uh, people that rolled in there. Well, I got breaking news. Scott. Not this isn't a sounder. We don't have to get TK. <laughs> um, Tom Pelissero just tweeted out the Seahawks are bringing in Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald today for a second interview for their head coaching job. Okay. Seattle, Seattle met with McDonald on Tuesday in Baltimore. Now he's going through the expanded process. Doesn't make it a lock. Yeah, but- doesn't make it a lock, but you know what? Let, let's be real now. We waited for guys that were considered top-notch to get out of the playoffs. And now, as those guys decide, if they decide something else, it gets a little tight for you. 
But I hope that as they did all these interviews, they have people that they are comfortable with going with. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people are convinced it's got to be a first-time head coach. A lot of people think it's got to be an offensive guy. Frankly, at this point, I don't know that that exists. Because the one dude I would have talked to that they didn't, but uh, you and I talked about him back in the fall. I liked Dave Canales with the Bucks. Well, he's been hired by the Panthers. He's down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl scouting players. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be Ben Johnson. We, we now know that. It's not going to be Bobby Sloak. Houston paid him a little bit more money to stick around. Mm-hmm. Like all your candidates for young first time OC. I got a dude tweeting me now about Joe Brady, who was. Uh, Promoted to Bill's interim offensive coordinator. He was the OC of LSU, that rocket ship. Mm -hmm. Then he got hired by Carolina. It was kind of a disaster. Like, are you really going that far down the list just so you get an offensive guy? Hey, man. For the sake of what we need to do for four hours, I'm going to have these conversations. But I'm still where I was from the beginning when we went on a coaching search. Whoever they decide, I'm going to be cool with it. I don't, I, I'm like, I've, have, I've listened to different shows on this station and other stations, and people act as if just because they think something is supposed to go that way. If you're going to go put in like 10 million, 15 million of the salary, I'll listen to you like that. But if you're not putting money in it, I don't give a damn what you say. Whoever these people decide to hire, let's go because. You and I both said the most important thing of this year was to get a GM in place. Yeah. And then build down from that. 